What's up everyone, my name is Stu and I am Boggers for Bourbon. Thank you for joining me on today's cast that is, as it is a Monday, a Monday after Super Bowl. Hope you're not too hungover from your drinking and food escapades that you most likely had during the Super Bowl. I hope that you were a fan of the team that actually won, <coughs> Eagles. But you know, if you DVR the game, apologize for spoiling it for you. Uh, but I really think Super Bowl is typically watched live unless one of your teams are actually in that you want to DVR, or if you legit can't be there. But I think primarily watch live. So I hope you enjoyed the game. Today, I'd like to do another review for you out of my collection. I'd like to review Jim Beam Black Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey Extra Aged Jim Beam. Now this particular expression of Jim Beam is kind of the holy grail of Jim Beam unless you're talking about their uh, small batch expressions like your Bakers and your Bookers and your Little Book and that kind of thing. Uh, but from all the research that I've done, Jim Beam Black seems to be the Jim Beam of choice for people that really want a little more flavor and a little more bite to their Jim Beam. As they claim it's extra age in their normal white label, label Jim Beam, but I cannot find exactly how much longer it is aged. And looking at the bottle, only it says from the bottle, it says, carefully aged and charred oak for exceptionally smooth flavor and full-bodied taste. That doesn't really tell you much. But this particular bourbon did win Best Bourbon of 2016, took home the bourbon trophy, and is 43% alcohol by volume. That's 86 proof to you or I. Let's get into Jim Beam Black. Let's see how it compares to the white label. Let's see how it compares to the green label, Jim Beam Choice, another one I've reviewed on the cast. So, Jim Beam Black, looking at the color. Uh, actually quite light. For being aged longer, it's actually, I think, lighter than the white label, to tell you the truth, if I remember right. Um, uh, amber, but more on the lighter side of amber. Let's get into the nose. <sighs> I mean, yeah, and oak was the first thing I get. I get some sweet vanilla, sweet caramel. Oak is definitely prevalent. So your typical Jim Beam, you know, flavors, you're getting vanilla, caramel, oak. Um, you know, again, it's told to be aged much longer. Uh, so whatever you're drinking, uh, if you are drinking here on a Monday after the Super Bowl, good for you. Uh, please cheers with me and I say be true to yourself, screw what other people think, and drink more. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, from, uh, oh boy, this is a tough one. Uh, from, from, from a flavor standpoint, it's definitely um, a little smoother than the white label would be. Uh, the oak is definitely prevalent, so the extra age is there because the back end of the palate is like 100% oak. I get very little anything else besides the oak on the back end. And the front end is when you get a little bit of the sweetness from vanilla and toffee and caramel and that kind of thing. Uh, but you know what? I need to take another taste of this because why not? You know, I'm almost getting a little bit of a citrus note to it, almost like an orange peel uh, note to it with a little bit of like a vanilla cream uh, towards the mid palate, and then yes, like charred oak city uh, towards the back end of this particular bourbon. I'm gonna take another taste. You know, I have to say, as far as drinkability goes, comparing this to a white label, I would say this is definitely more drinkable 
give them the smoothness. The finish is extremely short. Just kind of, and not almost like in a good sharp way. Sometimes when you, when you say a bourbon is smooth, the finish is kind of short and sharp. Uh, this one just kind of goes, just kind of tapers off into a bunch of nothing, to tell you the truth. Um, you don't really get that, that, that warming effect. It just is kind of like, hey, you're drinking it and it's gone like that. Uh, the taste doesn't really even linger much in your mouth. I don't know if that's typically a good or a bad thing. Um, it just, uh, doesn't really uh, hang around enough, you know, and they talk about big, bold, extra aged flavors. Um, not quite sure if I'm getting it too much, but as far as a drinkability standpoint, I think it is a little more drinkable, neat, uh, than the white label would be. Viscosity-wise, it actually is quite thin. All right, gang, you know I like to review bourbons neat and also with some water mixed in. So you know I'll be adding in my old limestone mixing water, the official companion of Kentucky bourbon, limestone filtered from Kentucky herself. Pick up a bottle of yours on Amazon.com for about $4. They come in one liter bottles. Great for mixing water into your neat bourbons or cocktails or even for making simple syrups. So just a little bit added to your bourbon. See how the water affects it. Again, I think it's good to review bourbons with the water added just because sometimes the water can really boast different flavors that kind of come out of the bourbon. But I do notice that more times than not, the water does kind of detract a little bit. But got to do it, got to do it. So I always kind of try to leave the glass down to a little bit left, but have enough to be able to taste it, uh, water adding it. So let's get into the nose of Jim Beam Black, this time with water. So still oaky. Yeah, I guess if you're a fan of oak, this would be the bourbon for you. Uh, still oaky. Um, I get uh, almost more of like a campfire smell to it in a sense. Uh, um, oak, kind of like a, like a smoky uh, scent to it. Uh, I think I get a little bit more hints of rye flavor, a little more hints of spice in it as well. Maybe a little hint of sweetness, a little hint, hint of maybe sweet oak type of a deal. So let's get into the, uh, let's, go, let's try it this time with water. So Jim Beam Black, this time with water. Hmm. Yeah, the water just kind of flattens it a little bit. Uh, tapers down the oak, just a hint. Uh, but brings out a little bit of spicy rye uh, as well. But eh, just kind of makes it a little flub, almost. Uh, I mean, it's there. It's just not the uh, the greatest, you know, drink I could I could expect. You know, the water definitely does not add. It detracts. Let me kill my glass. Hmm. Yeah, it brings out more rye. I tend to see that with uh, the water being added. Tapers the oak down a little bit, but just kind of makes it a little more um, astringent and uh, a little uh, more acetone kind of alcohol uh, flavor to it as well. So not a fan with the water. Definitely stick to it uh, straight. Um, this particular bourbon, I think this could be a jack-of-all-trades bourbon. I think you can drink this neat, and I wouldn't uh, feel ashamed at all if you were to put this in a cocktail like your Kentucky Mule. Not sure if I want to do it in a straight cocktail like an Old Fashioned or a Manhattan, uh, but you know, a bourbon and Coke, this would probably do very well in, uh, or if you'd like to drink it neat or on the rocks, that would be fine as well. Uh, I know you can pick this up in Washington for around 25 to $30 or so. That's kind of comparable to the white label. So if I had to choose between the white label and the Jim Beam Black, I probably would choose the black solely because 
It just seemed a little more drinkable than the white label. A little bit smoother, a little bit more drinkable. I think the extra age helps it. But does this Jim Beam blow me away? No, it does not. It doesn't blow me away. I get it one in 2016, but it, it tastes like your normal Jim Beam would taste. Those same flavors you get out of Jim Beam white label, the same you get typically out of Knob Creeks. They're kind of the similar uh, flavor profiles. It just has a more oak uh, distinction to it, a little more oaky flavor. So it's basically, in my opinion, Jim Beam white label with a little bit of oak added and a slight smoothness to it. My bonkers are bourbon rating for Jim Beam Black. I think that uh, value-wise, it's eh, it's okay. I'm going to give it a C plus for value. Flavor, I believe I gave the white label a C. I think I gave Jim Beam Choice, the green label, a C plus. I'm going to stick with that and give this a C plus for flavor as well. Uh, if I had to choose between this and the Jim Beam Choice, I'd probably actually choose the Jim Beam Choice. Unfortunately, it's Jim Beam Choice is not available anymore, so I'd have to choose... Uh, the black over the white label, and I would choose the green label over the black label. So I say a C plus for flavor, a C plus for value. Pick up a bottle, see what you think, see if you agree or disagree with me, and call into Anchor. Let me know what you think. I would really appreciate it. So I hope you enjoyed this review on today's cast. Remember, my name is Stu. I am Bonkers for Bourbon. Without bourbon, what is the point? I hope you guys have a great work week, and I will see you on the next episode.